Start recording, but boom, boom, shit. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, uh, what's good, Thomas? So, do you up? We got the man behind the camera. Word. What's good, man behind the camera? <laughs> yeah, <what's up? laughs> this is break room, and today we got a very special guest with us. Courtesy of Darian. My man, Gabe. I can't say your last name, can I? Uh, you can get my full government. I don't care. Gabriel. Oh. <laughs> I'll introduce myself, right? Yeah. Um, hi, my name is Gabriel Berrios, and I'm 20 years old. I'm a footwear, no, footwear designer in the future, but I'm a clothing designer right now. I do graphic design. I do all that. The hat, the tee, that's all me. Word. Yes, That kind of rhymes. Yes, <laughs> the hat, the tee, that's all me. Come on. A little, and a rapper, bar. too. A little bar. Yeah, yeah word. His, the name of the brand is Humane Menace. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabe, do you think you could tell us the origin of that name and, if you want to, also the origin of the, well, the origin behind you wanting to create clothes in the first place, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, well, I'll start with me kind of wanting to make clothes and then trickling into everything else because it starts from there, you know? Yeah. Um, I would say that I would, right now I'm 20, so four years ago as a, I just graduated high school two years ago, so I'm two years into my college, um, you know, career. Um, So two years, four years ago, I was a sophomore, junior. I was going into junior year and I found this YouTube channel called PAQ. I found another YouTube channel called Magnus Ronning. I think there was this other guy, like I mentioned, called Jacob Keller. He ended up um, creating a brand called Basket Gallery, which is actually doing really well right now. And I saw a bunch of these ins- like YouTube social media influencers. I was talking about micro-influencers, and yeah. they were just a perfect example of the first wave, you know? Um, I was watching them. Uh, <laughs> the song Icon came out. You know, Icon? Yeah, by Jaden Smith. I love Jaden Smith. Yeah, bro. so I'm taking, I'm taking the bus to Rahway High School because that's the, I, I went to UCBTS, that's in Scotch Plains. So there was a bus that came from Rahway High School to Scotch Plains and vice versa, like going to and from. So I always had yeah. a way to, I just had to get to Rahway High School in the morning and I'd be dropped there after school. So on the way back, the song Icon played. And you know the line, the bar, it was like, now nah, was the bar. It was like I'm on culture. Spit it for us. All right. <laughs> I'm not mine. I'm a menace or something like that, right? Or something menace, right? Where he's like, I'm not a mine. I'm a menace. I right. know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So that bar was dropped. So that kind of stuck with me. I made a hoodie design and just said menace, and I'm all about duality. Um, being a Pisces, that's kind of what you are yeah word <laughs> word yeah. doable astrology you know just Pisces moon over here uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so um you know i just i try to find some duality with it so the opposite of menace would be humane it has six letters in it too so it was a great like contrast yeah damn you know so it, it, it worked um i came up with the name humane menace i didn't come up with the logo until three months later. It's like organized. It's basically like organized noise. Like that's that's like an example. Uh-huh. Like it's crazy, but it's not. Oh crazy. yeah, I guess yeah, I guess organized name. noise. Yeah, like um, I mean, even that name itself is kind of an oxymoron. And yeah. that's like what I went with my brand. Like it's like um, just by saying the name, it's a statement. 
like humane menace those are two opposite sides of a coin so that's Ox. like you caught that like yeah word yeah i appreciate that yeah that's mad interesting i didn't have to say that too so that was actually really uh cool it's starting to stick definitely that's good yeah that's really good. organized noise word. yeah and um <clears throat> i also wanted to ask um my bad sometimes i get brain farts i wanted to ask if you don't got a question, I got a question. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I was going to ask you this. So <laughs> you said you design clothes. So like, what's your designing process like? Like, you know how sometimes rappers, they got to go to the studio. They got to clock in. Some of them take like a shot of Henny. Some of them smoke a blunt. Some of them do. I, I don't know. Heroin, cocaine. I, I don't know. You're, you're poison. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what's your designing process like? If you want me as like a designer, like. Uh, well, for the record, I start with hard drugs, uh, not soft. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, we're not pussies over here. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. No, no, no. Um, honestly, like, I think uh, it really starts with inspiration. Um, the collection I'm going with right now is called Menace Mob, and you can kind of see it on. Like, this is the insignia. Wait, show, it. The, show the camera a bit. All right, bet. Let me just. All right, wait. Just model for us real quick. Yeah, let me just. <laughs> hey, yo. hey. But yeah, no, this is Menace Mob. This is a tank top. Um, this is a hat from the spring summer collection. It was part of like nine pieces, but we'll go. That's later. That's for later. Word. Um, so with this collection, my inspiration behind it was my childhood. Like all of us were like, what, between the ages of 19 and uh, 22? Yeah, about. I'm 20. Okay. <laughs> you, you look a little older than me, too. But that's I'm why. actually... Um, turning 23 this year what are you capping yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah no um like i guess just somebody our age damn i lost my train of topic like literally you fucked me up with that nah yeah my bad you were saying <laughs> no, no. uh your childhood the yeah, you menace like, mob yeah, all right, all right good, yeah. good so um my childhood influence influencer we're around the same ages so we grew up around like the y2k era whether it's three years before 2000 or three years after same shit yeah um we grew up around the same thing so we had the same influences and i kind of wanted to make an homage to that you know um, I feel like it's different when somebody genuinely from that era represents it. You know, like, we'll look goofy trying to replicate whatever fantasized, fetishized version of the 80s that we come up with compared to, let's say, our parents mm. who yeah. genuinely lived in the 80s. And that's why you see so much of that, like, 80s, um, I feel like, decor now because that's who holds the creative power in Hollywood right now. It's yeah. like that generation. Definitely. It trickles down to generations, but like it's gonna take you know two generations to get us millennials, then Gen Z. Where it eventually, I mean, probably the rookies right now, but eventually will be the OGs. Just like yeah, we're the know. oldest of our generation too. You know that people we look up to. Yeah. Yeah, we're like the older people of our generation. Like a generation's like what twenty five years. We're like the. That's definitely what it feels like. I definitely feel older than these niggas. <laughs> like you at the top of the totem pole uh, yeah like i'm top of the food chain <laughs> say that nah this is not, this isn't about me so um back nah, to nah, what we, we, got, saying, we gotta man. let them know we gotta let them know first like, <laughs> we gotta let them know <laughs> Talk shit there. exactly and um yeah i actually feel like the question that i was trying to gather was along the lines of that because you even though you just explained it, I yeah. really wanted to know. It was kind of broad, like the way you explained it. Yeah. yeah. What some of your inspirations, not even just in fashion, but in life are like, you know, there's always something. Yeah. There's always some days where we're like, uh, I don't want to like, I don't want to deal with shit. But yeah, we always use something to get us up. 
Yeah. For me, it's whatever it is. Yeah. But I was really interested in some inspirations that you would go by All in life. Right. Definitely. Um, I would say my first inspiration when I wake up, um, as corny as it sounds, is my mom. <laughs> as corny as it sounds that's that's pretty that's a good one that, you can't go wrong with that pretty ethical it's ethical yeah. it's morally right you know you can't shit on it but um no it's my mom my mom works um recently she actually got laid off her main job like her career where she went to college for and she works two jobs now she works warehouse jobs uh at amazon at the amazon the fucking oh the hell the the the, the modern slave house yes. the amazon yeah that and fedex <laughs> It's not even like she chose like another oh job. So it's back, back to back, like office jobs. So like um, warehouse, bro. Salute warehouse, to mom. Man. Not office. <laughs> the complete opposite of office. Word. But salute to mom. So I wake up. I got that um, fire burning in me that somebody's kind of wasting, you know, because my mom's young. She's like 45, you know. Yeah. She's kind of wasting like her mid years. She's not old yet, per se, but. She's getting there, and usually people this age want to grasp or savor whatever youth that they have. Yeah, watch especially, the grass grow, you feel me? Especially the women, you know? Like, that's that's a real, you know, pressure that was put on women at my mom's generation, you know? Like, skinny, yeah. looking beautiful on that Pam Anderson shit. Too much pressure. Too much, you know? And I, I, I see it. Um, so, just seeing her kind of waste the rest of her youth to make sure that I'm in a better position that I have the foundation to make my brand, that I have the space in my house needed to have a studio and set up. Um, that's what gets me going, really. Um, second thing would be like knowing my potential, like knowing what I'm worth, knowing what I can do. Because right now, honestly, like with this first collection, this is like not even phase one. This is like the learning curve to phase one. As it should be. You know, and it's really good, too, because I sold... Well, this is a restock right here. I, I genuinely sold out of this colorway, this in green, and a black fitted. And that that gave me gas for the first time. Oh, yeah. What does that feel like when you go on your own shit oh, and you're like, yo, sold out, sold out, sold out? Oh, my God, bro. Can I tell you this? I've had my brand for 13... Well, 13. Three years, right? Since 2019. <laughs> and I would drop it. The first drop was a fall-winter 2019 drop with, like three, four hoodies, one black, one black bleach tipped, one red, and one gray. Didn't sell out the first season. Took like a year, like till next season, like till fall, winter 2020. Spring, summer 2020 drops. I dropped the tie IDs, tie-dye tees. Which I own. Which you own. Yes. Seriously, which is actually a crazy thing, but I didn't sell out of that. I actually still have inventory of that to this day that I'm going to try to trickle out and sell. Wow. So the third time, literally the third year, like, you know, once you get it wrong, twice you mess up, three times you succeed, or however that nursery rhyme goes. Mm -hmm. The third time, I, I gave myself three months of allotted time just to plan Instagram feed and the marketing. Because that's the main thing for us in our generation is how to have this content um, digestible for the consumer in a aesthetically pleasing way. Yeah. So... I took inspiration from Hidden NY. Oh, Hidden is pretty fire. Yeah, you know, like super fire. Like it doesn't really take a huge setup or uh, production to kind of get some of the pictures. You just have it in front of you. Yeah. Have an iPhone 12 Pro Max. Kill it. 
Word. So did a little bit of that, and you know, here I am now. You know, three years later, uh, I sold out three of the caps. Um, I restocked this color. Yes, sir. But the feeling. But you said you restocked just that color. Yeah, this color. I I chose a different color. Um, shit. Can I can I go get my bag and get it? Sure. Yeah. yeah, your bag. All right. Nope. <laughs> this is the space for that. All right, no we issue. Want to see that? I don't know the etiquette, so excuse, <laughs> excuse me. I'll just show you the tote oh. bag. But I restocked this one, and I actually added this colorway. Uh-huh. Right before it was a green, like a nice forest green, but I wanted the UNC blue. Goes with summer tones well, and there's a lot of UNC blue like sneakers. Let's be honest, like hell yeah, yeah especially yeah, now. Yeah, right. The the fours, the ones, both pair of ones. Always trying to bring some shit back from the dead. You know this, <laughs> this, and um, I had this, this in black is what sold out. Um, so it, it, let me see the front. I didn't see the front. But here you go. Oh, okay. It has an adjustable brim, so like it's not a seven one eighths. It's between seven and one quarter. Like one, yeah, one quarter and seven and five quarters. So like it fits between that hat size. And I specifically did that because like, look at Darian's head in my head, like we got curly hair. So like we need kind of hats to yeah. like suck our head almost, you know yeah. what I mean? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or not. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, you you said it was me. okay. Or I, no, 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 not, I mean, or not on the pause. What? <laughs> I have no idea. No, no, no. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> nah, but this is a good ass stitching. I yeah. Did you, you, you stitched Menace onto the side, Patrick. Yeah, right? no. So I made a parody side. <laughs> Yo, I made a parody uh, 1994, like, you know, World Series side patch. And that was inspiration. That's why it says 1994. What does it say? Menace? Menace Mob. Oh, okay. It's clipped out a little bit at the bottom. Yeah. That was the first time I did the embroidery. I learned my lesson off of that. What made you want to do, like, the W upside down? Um, You know, like, I tried to find something that went with the Menace Mob, uh, like, theme. I tried to do something that, you know, fits within the tying of it. Um, I think there was this one brand that did, like, upside down, like, you know, NYs and LAs. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really tough. So if I could kind of find a... Sorry, we're in uh, our office in New York. It's busy. Yo, on everything, dog, I was wondering where the fuck that was coming from. Pretty crazy, right? It comes up at the headphones. What? It's not easy being in the hustling, bustling city. City. The the urban tri-state. But no, I saw saw the Washington Nationals. I thought that was tough. Um, I first saw it from, I think it was Walgreens. The W. And uh, then the Washington. I was like, oh, that's, that's familiar. Washington you know what's crazy? What? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, talk to me. What's crazy? I was crazy really going to call that. I was really going to say this some Walgreens shit, but yeah. I didn't know if you would feel disrespected by that. No, like, definitely not. Cool. If, if you could flame it, like, get a good joke out of it. It's just like substance. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah. And I totally, that totally, you know, yeah. it's all in perspective. It was not a flame. It definitely. No, no. Yeah. But, like, even if you were to, like, like. You know, obviously people flame stuff, you know. Word. I don't take it to heart because, like, at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, you can't. You can't. At the end of the day, depending on what you say, depending on, like, how you feel about it. I generally love the product I create. I put a lot of effort into it. You're confident in it. Most definitely. But, As you should be. Yeah, but no, the upside M with the menace mob and then the sideways, like, patch and then the backwards. It just all worked. Word. And. Yep. Moving on from that. Yep. Kind of in accord with what we were just talking about. Um, obviously, focusing too much on your end goal isn't um, the best thing to do. But I was very curious to know some of your end goals. End goals with uh, 
this clothing line. Yeah, you know, um, what you said is definitely right. Um, I don't ever try to focus too hard on the end goal because the first uh, big mile, <laughs> the first big milestone <laughs> I tried to set, I was supposed to set three years ago, which is going in the FIT, which yeah. I didn't because I didn't understand fashion as well. I didn't understand textiles. I didn't understand screen printing and just like the intricacies of like the industry. Wait, what did you say the goal was? My f- okay, so three years ago, my first goal was to get into FIT, right? Oh, okay, okay. You know, that's like the biggest fashion school. And if you're a fashion designer within the tri-state area, their out-of-state tuition is really good. Like 16000 per semester compared to Parsons, LAM, which is like yeah. 40000 oh per God. semester. Fuck per semester. Out-of-state. So you don't get like out-of-state like fast for a HESA as, as much. Yeah. Definitely, I don't make as a lot of money, but like I will be... And that and that's not the that's not a good look. Not especially I don't want that, you know. I'll I'll take the longer route. So now my new goal is to go to Montclair, see how that program is. It's definitely gonna be better than what I'm doing right now. Hell yeah. Which is getting a theater degree in UCC. But like, you know, I find ways, you know, costume design, that's another avenue, which is like a day job, you know. Which that's, that's way better than a full locker job, you know. That's true. But um Wait, costume design? That's pretty cool. That is really cool That's too. Great. Yeah. I, I know a lot of like designers like um mm-hmm. like, like Vivian Westwood. I think she used to do like costume designer like the clothing for theater, like plays yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's how they start. You know, it's funny you say theater because it's exactly theater, you know, like I'm in theater arts, I'm learning like the intricacies of like um four types of theaters, like a runway. Do you know a runway stage is considered like a type of theater? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know that. A Coliseum. I mean it makes sense though. A Coliseum is a theater, like the typical theaters that we're uh accustomed to would be like a Macbethian theater yeah which is you know you just see the you know just the people talking like this you know there's a lot of dynamics into it there's a lot of psychology which I appreciate and I'm going to take note into my design philosophy which um I wanted to kind of circle back to what you said earlier in terms of like what motivates me to like make this um I told you it was inspiration but my second thing that I feel like all great designers have that I studied is design philosophy. Um, I've watched, uh, there's this YouTube channel called The Casual, which which features Reggie Casual, which is like this, like, you know, light-skinned black man who lives in Tokyo. He's kind of nerdy. Yeah. You know, short. He's not like the average 5'10 tall man, which I appreciate because like, I'm a average height dude. Yeah. Um, you're six feet. Shut the fuck up. He's six feet. You can you can say shout out because you you're not hanging from the other side. It's, it's hard on this side, bro. And you don't make the cut. Yo, you're I, not six feet. Tall. I, you know, I'm five nine. You know how many times I go on Twitter and it says, uh, "Oh yeah, they kill five nine. Yeah, five ten. Five ten. I barely make the the cut. So like, it's a, it's a joke, but." Right. <laughs> But, um, you know, I appreciate uh, what he was doing. I was watching that. I was watching um, Virgil Abloh's Harvard lecture. I was watching um, Sneaker. <clears throat> a lot of Sneaker people, because that's what got me into this. Sneakers. Sneakers. It was Sneakers first. Oh, yeah. Was everybody a, was real. Everybody was a sneakerhead back in the day. Especially in that, like, 2008 to 2012, 13 era. Yo, that was a goaded era. Supreme was at its, Supreme I was, was at its height. I was just watching like niggas take shoes out the boxes and twirl around with it all For day. Real. For <laughs> real. Like that's all I was doing. <laughs> Get a fresh pair of shoes. Word. You're just staring at this shit all day. Word. Oh my gosh. And then like you you'll get it, right? The night of. 
you put it on your uh, your bed. Your bed. Get the or, new fit for the next day. Or, or the new fit. You was advanced. You did the new fit. I just yeah. Had, I'm one of them. I'm one of them dudes. You, know, you had the next fit planned since you were yeah. 13. Yeah, fit picks. That's that's what's up. But now nah, I just have this shoe. Like I'd smell it right. Like you get a good smell of that that paint. I know so I'm not crazy. Put it on my dresser. Go I to sleep. love <laughs> the smell of shoes. It's a different smell. They refresh. Different shoes have different smells. I'll just be like. Like a Jordan like 4, that. a Jordan 1, <laughs> a Jordan 5. All those just smelled beautiful. Word. They really did. I think I might sniff shoes and put my face into shoes before I do it to, like, actual, like, lady feet. Respectfully. Respect, <laughs> respectfully. Respectfully. You know, with all the respect, with a tad bit of misogyny. And uh, I just, <laughs> I just, no, it's literally a different smell. I wish it would make card. Fresheners out of word, yeah. word. I wish word. like a little Jordan Fire Red Four air freshener. Or I, that would sell. <laughs> that would sell. Something I also wanted to ask you, not just during this interview, but for a very long time, was um, well, I get that you grew up in very two in two very distinct social climates. Yeah. In Rawway and Newark? Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to ask how that could have influenced you positively growing up and whatnot. How do you think it has to do with your character today? I love the fact that you said positively because, you know, in our modern society, there's so many ways you could literally just sculpt that story and be like, all right, so your mother does crack. How how does that why you know yeah, you could have right. been a Charlemagne and I was word you know you like, definitely could have been a Charlemagne right now positively just changed the whole direction of the question well shit um I'll start off by saying gave me two perspectives on life uh, naturally I'm an introvert so I would say that if I didn't grow up in Newark and have those ties because that's where I was from Newark and Rawway yeah um I was born and raised in Newark I moved out of Newark when I was six seven to Rawway but I continued to finish K through eight to Newark because my stepfather was a he was a principal a vice principal at Newark like one wow. of the one of the schools right so he would drive to whatever our school was super early like at 7:30 school starts at 8 8:30 right he drop us off go to his job and just that's how it was um it positively influenced me by giving me a type of edge and confidence that is uninstilled there's something that kind of unites and speaks to all introverts which is like kind of not doing too much which is kind of just like dealing with our thoughts because our thoughts are a lot to deal with and heavy i feel like extroverts when they speak they don't process shit it just comes out yeah because there's no filter you know i feel like of introverts like we say with our thoughts for like and at yeah. least weeks on end you know? extroverts go on the fly and introverts can't go at all you know and i and i and, and i definitely I'm not sitting on extroverts, but there's that's the polarity, you know. Yeah, there's negatives to extroverts and introverts, just like there's positives. To you both. know, and yeah. the positives would probably be the confidence for you to just say whatever you want and not hold on to it. But the negatives is be like you can very much be narcissistic, or you can um, say the wrong things, bro. You know, and I feel like um, being in Rawway, I would have been a god complex introvert. I feel like if I were to be in Nork, I would be a, which is weird because I'm an ambivert, right? 
like just naturally but I, I'd be saying that too I'm yeah I'm an ambivert but I choose to be introverted because of social battery I get just tired. what you're more comfortable with you yeah. know um, I would have been a extrovert but like a typical New Yorkian dickhead yeah. <laughs> with so my, what? A New Yorican dickhead. Oh, New Yorican. <laughs> yes, with all of my chest, I would have been like one of those dickheads. And um, I feel like by having both of these energies, both of these perspectives, I was able to kind of tap into a market of fashion that is niche. Not really because of TikTok, but um, that's untapped really by like the game changers. Like there's not like a, like obviously there's, there's TikTok people that dress like me. There's TikTok people and Instagram people that dress like me, like Was Good, like um, Brooklyn's Revival, like all those Veil Live guys, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like what's different is the story and where you're going. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Veil guys, they're going somewhere. Was Good, she's speaking for woman positivity, and that's why I mentioned them. But for me, what I'm trying to go is uh, to my past. If I'm being completely honest and um, I think it maybe might be the only podcast interview for the next like four years or whatever. Because <laughs> you guys are cool, definitely. I like I fuck with you guys. Like, Word, likewise, likewise. Thank Word. you, thank you. But like, um, <laughs> I've never really said it like publicly, like why I do these collections. Um, I'm doing homages to a younger version of me. This is the Avengers Disney version of self therapy that there is. This is the biggest like grandest scale of self therapy, but it's gonna get me somewhere. I'm first making an homage to my childhood because, you know, I have whatever traumas in my childhood. But rather than looking at the traumas as a normal person would, I will look at it for the aesthetic. I will look at it for the feeling he gave me. And I will look at it for the vibes, mm-hmm. you know? So literally me growing up between 2001, 2010, that... Yeah. <laughs> a soldier boy era, you know what I mean? When people were dressing like that, yeah. like they, they had Ed Hardy, they had Christian Hardiger, they had Coogee. Coogee. C O O G I. Not yeah. Gucci. Coogee. We, we took we took that era for granted for sure. We did. I mean, I was too young. Our era was like Truly's. Uh, our, all three of us, yeah, because yeah. I'm sorry, bro. You look like 25. <laughs> you have a daughter. Uh, it's the beard. I just turned 20 uh, last month. That's crazy. I'm sorry, but like our era is like Truly's, like denim jackets, like. Boot cut jeans, like yeah, ACGs, all shit that, bones, like, like all that, that messy shit. All that, all that, you know. <laughs> you know? But um, yeah, no, I'm just trying to do self therapy thing. Um, can't afford it right now, but like I'm gonna be able to afford it in the future. But more so, more so. But for I mean, what therapy? Yeah, therapy. It's mad expensive. It is expensive. So too. expensive. And I hate that uh, visual like FaceTime or video call oh yeah shit. it's stupid it doesn't work i need to see you in person it's unauthentic i need that like, energy exchange like asap yeah word. <laughs> now now we're talking good nah but a word yeah. definitely and i also respect how you've been doing a lot of name drops shows you're very appreciative of the culture that you stand within oh definitely and that that's what a lot of people miss today i feel like in my opinion with anything in general yeah like, people want to do all these things, like, oh, say this person wants to be a rapper, but you can't be part of the culture if you're not studying the culture. You know e- what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. And you really show and prove that you not only study it, but you're interested in studying it. You know what I'm saying? You love it. Yeah. So, big shout out to you, man. I appreciate that. Yo, give me, give me, give me a dab. Give me a dab. And we were happy you to have you here today. Give me a dab. I fuck with you. 
Respectfully. Thomas, respectfully. <laughs> Thomas and I were both very happy to have you here today. Yeah. This is going to be a very awesome episode that we can't wait to drop. But till then. Doses. Peace. Oh, that was good. <laughs>